I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So Sebastian, what's this one for? Small screen 90s? What the hell is that? Chris Barnes and AMJ review shows from the 90s out of 90. Why the hell would you do that for? They've got a new Patreon. Ah, begging for money now, is it? What'd you get from it? Exclusive episodes, yes. Early episodes, you get to hear it before anyone else. Merch, yeah, and so much more. That's very vague. And recording of live shows. Oh, nice. So where can you go and get this? The Small Screen 90s Patreon page on Patreon. Oh, that's good, isn't it? The Trophy Good podcast was always better. Hello, you're through to Talking Cafe, the one and only cafe-based podcast where the cafe industry is taken apart and reviewed, and we make it a little bit better. I'm handed over to my co-host, Chris Barnes. How are you, Chris Barnes? I am grande. Grande. Oh, that's that's a good word. Talking yeah. cafe. There we go. The think, whole cafe industry is listening to this. Did you ever think one week people are going to get confused and they actually think that their your fake podcast is the real podcast? I think it's a very niche person listening to this who wants Talking Cafe. There must be a web uh, podcast that talks about cafes. Just, just how to make your business run better, how to make things work. And I'll tell you what annoys me. It's not such a cafe. It's more as a major chain. I still don't know how Subway works. I still get like a bit flustered when someone asks me for what bread I want. Do you ever get that? It's like... I just want it like the picture. I shouldn't be given so much choice. Like Five Guys is the same. It's like you want a burger, just make it. but then yeah. just make it. I've just Googled cafe podcast and there's quite a lot. What, what about the cafe industry or people talking in cafe? River Cafe, Table for Four, Space Cafe podcast. Stay tuned with Priya. Ooh. Uh, Freddy's, Freddy's Cafe podcast. There's lots. There's too many cafe podcasts. Well, I, I want to start the intro again now. I don't feel so niche. Welcome to Starbucks. Starbucks. Put your name on the coffee. I like it when they do that. I like it when they put my name on the coffee. It's nothing like seeing AMJ on a little uh, little coffee cup. Also, I've been you... building a gig this week is EMJ. And if you look at it long enough, it looks like EU. 
<laughs> so uh, come see Emu live. That's uh, what he did after Ron Hall solely passed away. Solely, sadly passed away. He didn't solely pass away. He wasn't the only person that, that evening. I'm rambling now. How was you with yourself? Good. I have to log in at work and they spelt my name wrong. They've put two R's in Christopher. And I'm oh. dyslexic and even I know that's wrong. Did you go as Christopher in work and not Chris? No, it's a bit silly, really. The only place I'm Christopher is written down in forms and the rest of the time I'm Chris. Or Mr. B yeah. or Barnsey, which I hate. No, don't call me Barnsey. No, don't. Red flags. Red flags. <laughs> Chris B, yeah. I found out from work because it's like, oh, Chris B, like, like the crisps. Yeah. And you get terrible sunburn. Crispy Barnes. Crispy Barnes. Oh. Well, do you know what? I feel we found out a little bit more about each other. And the listener is probably listening to this thinking, I feel like I'm part of the conversation right now. I'm not in a cafe. I'm ready for the 90s. And do you know what? You've come to the right place because it's time for small screen 90s. Yay! You're listening to Small Screen 90s, the only podcast in the entirety of the universe that reviews every TV show out of 90. And then do you know what we do? We rate them out of 90. That's exactly what we're doing. Welcome to Small Screen 90s. And this show wouldn't be anything if I didn't have an amazing co-host. Here he is. It's Barnsley. Uh, no, do not call me Barnsley. Is there a name that you Barnsley. don't like being called? Yeah, but I ain't going to tell you. Because I'm oh, clever. <laughs> no, tell me what it is. I won't Toss use pot. it. Tosspot. <laughs> I got home from work and there was loads of messages about the gig we're doing on next Saturday. 36 messages and all. And I thought the gig had been cancelled and it was just everyone just ranting on about crocs and uh, using the C word. Yeah, I, 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 well, you could say the C word now, it's perfectly fine, but you couldn't say the C word at that time. So if you do want to say the C word, you can say it, but use it sparingly is what I've been asked. Oh, oh, I don't anyway. Yeah, yeah, I know you don't, but sparingly the C word. I mean, you, you, I'm going to let you have four. Any more than that, I'm afraid that, that's too many. The joke I was going to do on the chat was say, well, I don't use the C word because I don't talk about, insert comedian here, the name, uh, but I, I, I uh, didn't do it. Wow. Uh, uh, do you know what you should have? But a bit of banter, a bit of, a bit of C word banter. Even, even now, saying C word, because we're in the world of radio. You can't just drop it as much no. as you want. I think you're allowed three a day in real life. Isn't that true? It, what? It, what? What do you mean? I reckon you could say the C word three times a day and then after that it's too much. Here's a little bit. I use swear words not very often. So then when I want to swear, then it's got more impact. But yeah, see, I, I do like a swear, but the problem is like I snap at stupid stuff in life. Uh, I snapped the other day in co-op and said the C word at a freezer because all the strawberry bivvies had gone. 
And I just went, oh, really loudly. And it just, I feel that was a waste. And it was only me there saying it to myself. And who am I angry at? Who am I angry at? I'm not angry at Co-op. They're doing well. They sold the strawberry mivies. I'm angry at myself because I didn't get there in time. And I just wanted a strawberry mivy. I need to say split, strawberry split, because they didn't have mivies. And then I had to buy the co-op own brand, which... Right, here's the thing. If you're going to have a co-op own brand with strawberry splits, just put strawberry splits in them. Don't add a blackcurrant split and a tropical split to it, because, like, nobody wants some extra flavours. They just want the strawberry. No one in the history of the world has gone for an ice cream and go, do you know what? I'd really like that slightly tropically. Adam yeah, Soapbox there. Adam Soapbox there. Perfect ways to use the C word. Well, Alty, would you want some dog? You want some balls for your dog because he likes the bouncy balls in there. And then being yeah. rudely told, "What we've got in the middle is that's what we've got." It's like, all right, you had them the other week. I want some balls. Oh, that's the problem though. The middle, you can't. It's like the faraway tree of shopping. Yeah. You can't just rely on it being there, man. He loves them balls. They're really bouncy. I didn't think coming from Aldi they would be, but they are. Oh, man. The problem is with that as well is you end up buying twice as much stuff because you don't know if it's coming back. I'm like that. If something's limited edition, especially in the food world, I need to, like, buy twice as many. Like, dark Mars bars, where did they go? But when they come back, you need to stock up and put them in your freezer. (laughs) You're one of these people that's stores them up for years and then we'll sell them on eBay going, look, I've got a dark Mars bar. Uh, let's be honest, Chris, uh, they're gone within a week. I'm not one of those people who can just keep something there. It's like people who keep Easter eggs for months. I just I just don't trust those people who would have an Easter egg hanging around for months on end and not think, I'm going to eat that right here, right now. But there's one thing that you could do is that you could sort of store up the 90s and put it in a podcast because I'm trying to get us back on track to the podcast. Yeah. And if you store too much, you might find you need some home improvements. We are looking at the 90s sitcom starring Tim the Tallman Taylor. It is Home Improvement. What did you think of watching back episodes of Home Improvement? I need to point out here, I watched a few episodes on YouTube and they were like, they'd been taped off a video, put back onto a video and then filmed with an 80s VCR based camera and then put back onto video again and then on YouTube. So I think it was Tim Allen in it. I'm not sure I couldn't pick out his face. I liked it, it was, though. It was great. It was Tim Allen and Al Ballen, yeah. uh, who did a show for uh, 
Bin Binford Tools. Tool type. And the, the kid played Simba in The Lion King, which can really confused me because I was like, that's Simba. I can hear Simba talking. It's the, it's the, Disney used to make things differently, didn't they? Like, if that was it now, they'd probably try and get Simba into home improvement, but not explain why a lion is just living in the house with the rest of them. It, have you seen his recent sitcom? Is it called... Uh, have I written it down? No, I haven't written it down. Well, Tim Allen did a sitcom recently and he brought Tim the Toolman Taylor back for an episode. What? Last Man Standing. He brought all the cast from Home Improvements have been in Last Man Standing, his new his new sitcom. Well, the f- series finale. This is great. The, the, the series finale of Home Improvement is amazing. Because have you ever seen it? No. You know, because I'm not show- very good at endings. Phileas Fogg. Hey. But it ends perfectly because they're both sad. Tim the tall man Taylor and his wife didn't get her name. They're really sad about moving into another home. And she says, this is the perfect home. And they lift the house with a crane onto a lorry and just drive the house to the new place. What an ending. I mean, what an ending. What a great ending. And I just love Tool Time. Tool Time could have been its own show. It didn't need home improvement. Would you just watch Tool Time? A man playing with tools. What it was like Top Gear before Top Gear became Top Gear with a man it just was. deciding that he's going to use massive tools to do every job with it and injuring himself in horrific ways. Horrific ways. There's a great episode which is used again in the Santa Claus of uh, when he gets uh, he cuts off one of his fingers and the people in the hospital know him by name. He has his own bug and everything. And I thought, yeah, pure banter. Pure banter. And let's not forget, Tim Allen has made some great films as well. The Santa Claus, One, Two and Three, Toy Story, Jungle to Jungle, and many, many more. Galaxy Quest. Galaxy. How did I forget Galaxy Quest? What a film that was. I like the way you were holding off, Joe. He's, he's going to say it in a minute. And can we say not forget? He's going to say Galaxy Quest. This show had its own video game on the Super Nintendo. Uh, a home improvement video game. You may think, what would you do in home improvement video game where you fight dinosaurs, you fight mummies? This exists. This generally exists. Home improvement the video game. Turn this off. Go and get an emulator and play it. It's amazing. You're back. What, Brilliant. So what What's happens in it? Well, they fight dinosaurs. No, they, they, well, they're, they're, they're clever with it because I reckon they were trying to make another video game and they got the license to home improve very, very light, late into the development stage. So basically, you're stuck in the TV studios and you go to other studios where there are dinosaurs, mummies, uh, massive hammers chasing you. Brilliant. The episode I watched, they took over a cooking show and Al became the, the funny one. And then Tim had to be the sidekick, which annoyed him because none of the, oh, that, the older ladies liked his jokes. That's, that's, that's just it, isn't it? And he really does abuse Al, let's not forget, in this show, to a level where you speak to HR if you were Al. Al's mum as well. Doesn't he, he used to slag her off every week? Yeah, he used to slag off Al's mum. The every more week. and more, every week, more and more we do this, the more I look back at 90s show and go, these are just horrible people 
It is, isn't it? It's, it's we've come so far, and that is just beautiful that we have. Because otherwise, imagine if we were just doing mum jokes. But if in twenty years' time we did small screen twenty tens, do you think yeah. that we'd be sitting there going, "Oh, look at this shit we used to do in 2020 that was Definitely. awful to people"? <laughs> so nothing changes. That- Nothing changes. It's just progression. Progression. That's all it is. You Which haven't even be... mentioned the star of the show. You can only see half his face. It's Wilson. Wilson. Is that where they got it from? I should have Googled it before we came on. Is that where Tom Hanks is with his ball? Is that Wilson? I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. But Wilson's great. It's just great to have that neighbour giving advice and only ever seeing the top half of his face. Have you ever seen the episode where they go to Wilson's house and you think we're going to see his face? But he's just stood in various different bits, like he's behind the TV, he's behind the towel rail, he's behind the sofa. It's so... It's one of the best bits of comedy, I think. Austin Powers has taken this and run with it and said, right, we're going to do the intro with hiding behind stuff. Austin, like Mike Myers is weird because like he seems to make the same film three times. Because if you hmm. watch like Wayne's World, the Wayne's World Two, they're the, the same jokes, slightly differently written. And if you watch like Austin Powers, those films that different characters, but there is the same material. Funny, hmm. funny man. If you could get away with it, go for it. But do you know that he's you know, got a new Netflix show? Yeah, I don't know what, what to think of it. Have you watched it? I've seen bits of it. It's like, what is this? You're playing too many characters. He played f- four, like in Austin Powers. Give someone else a go. Come on. Give, give someone else a go. Ch- Come on, Mike. You're not Peter Sellers. You're not Peter Sellers. And he really wants to be. That's the thing. He really wants to be Peter Sellers. Or if you want to see a crap uh, Mike Myers film, watch The Terminal, where it's awful. Is it? It is, and he's in it. Simon Pegg's in it, and Margot Robbie, and yeah. Mike Myers for some reason, which seems like someone flicked two pages in the casting book. <laughs> I can't remember what happens, but I remember it being just bizarre. I think Mark Myers is a weird one, because he's in Bohemian Rhapsody as well, isn't he? I don't know. Like I used to love him when I was younger, but now I watch back stuff and think, ooh. Nobody's going to play it in the car. Yeah, yeah maybe we right. need to do Spy Who Shagged Me. On big screen 90s. But it's not about Mike Myers. It's never been about Mike Myers. It's been about home improvement. I just, it was just a nice slice of good old fashioned sitcom fun. When sitcoms were like, when sitcoms were just dark, do you know what I mean? Mm. It made no sense. Enough, I didn't really know what was going on after the time, but I bloody loved it. Can I do my fact? You can do, do, go on. I was going to do it a minute ago, and then we started talking about Mark Myers. The reason you can't see Wilson's face is because Tim Allen, when he was little, would look at his neighbour over the fence and couldn't see his face and thought that was a funny idea and stuck it in. I know, that was really good for me to stop the show to say that. But people want information. I think, well, this is it. And if you're a young listener, look around you and the things you might see now might be in your own sitcom. Look around you is a good thing as well. Look around you. There we go. There's another one. So, what would you give Home Improvement out of 90? 
I would give it 35. 35. Do you know what? I'm going to go with 35. It's not life-changing, but it was nice. It was like a friend you've known for a while. He's not going to wow you, or she's not going to wow you. But sometimes it's nice just to know they're there. So let's lock it in. Next, we're going to take you to a CITV absolute classic. It is Woof. many fond memories this was one of those shows i remember watching when i was about five years old and thinking this isn't very good the whole premise about a boy who keeps turning into a dog and once again not really doing much with that premise they could have done so much more what did you think of Woof? yeah this i've written at the bottom if it is made now it would have been done with cgi and you would have seen the transformation i don't think you ever saw the transformation just one minute there's a boy there and next minute there's a dog and that's when it's a pile of clothes. Also, the was he a werewolf? Like he didn't, didn't want to be in it. He no, could he have didn't. Been a maybe, yeah, maybe that's worth two. There were two dogs. I forgot there were two dogs. Uh, there's one scruffy grey one, and then there was a white one. I prefer the white one, but I remember the grey one more. I just remember watching it and thinking, this is crap. And you know when you're a kid and you think <laughs> something's crap? That's when you know something's yeah. bad. When, you're <laughs> when like you six. think it's... But as a child, like, you'd watch anything. They've got child acting in it, which I know you don't like, so that's their market down. Oh, I hate children, like acting and singing. It, wasn't, it was also the adult acting was rubbish as well. Well, I think as well, like, you're not doing too well if your agents come up with come up to you with that script. We've got a brand new show. What is it? It's called Woof. It's about a boy who turns into a dog. Is there any CGI or stop motion? No, it's just he it's walks off screen and the dog gets pushed on. And that's it. Uh huh. How many well, capers the, can he get up to? Well, the dog Too got pushed off capers. at one point and then he came back and he was playing Scrabble with the girl as the dog. I just didn't like it. I just think it was one of those things. There's a reason everyone's forgotten about Woof. And also the title, it's just lazy, isn't it? Woof. Oh, that's what dog says. Also, why is it a secret that he turns into a dog? He won't tell his parents he's a dog. They won't be upset. They're, they'll be understanding. If he wants to become a dog in his spare time, it's fine. But it's a big secret he has to keep from everyone, apart from his friend, which I thought was his sister. Would you uh, Would you tell anyone, like, now, if, if you were like, would we sit down and have a conversation and you go, like, Adam, I'll keep turning into a dog. Uh, 
was pretty bad. I suppose like, I wouldn't want to be tested on. Like, that'd be the one thing, like, but I don't think that would have been in the narrative of Wolf where he gets taken away by the military and tested on. Like, just to see if he can make any weapons where people turn into uh, <laughs> robots. That'd be a better show. If he, got, if he turned into a dog and then the military found out there was a DNA thing where people could turn into different animals and they have to go and fight. I'm not saying animorphs. I know it's not animorphs, but that would be great. You could call it... Woof, woof. Samurai Pizza Cats. Samurai Pizza Cats. That is a great show. Samurai Pizza Dogs. Samurai but Pizza it, Dogs. If I came to you and said, Adam, I've got something to tell you. The minute I said it to you, you'd be like, he's about to come out as gay. You wouldn't think. Sometimes when he gets excited, he turns into a dog. Would you... Would you... <laughs> Why would you think, is that how you think my mind goes? Like when you come to say something to me, like where you need to talk and everyone should yeah. talk that I just think you're going to come out as gay. Because I, I don't, Chris, I'll be honest. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't think if you came to me and said, I keep turning into a dog, one would sit down and have a conversation about have you been sleeping? Two, how is your mental health? And three, I'd probably ask to see you turn into a dog. Yeah, that is. And he'd also say to me, those balls you wanted from Aldi, were they for you or for your yeah, yeah, actual yeah, yeah. dog? <laughs> yeah, those, those Aldi balls, were they actually for you? It's like, oh, they're all out of Petty Grachum, all the good stuff. You're I, just imagining me now walking around the park playing fetch, aren't you? But not as a dog, just as me chasing after a ball. I am imagining you dressed up as a dog in a really shabby costume, one from a more lower-end holiday park. Yes. <laughs> you can tell it's been a busy week. Here the in small screen nights towers. The episode I watched, the mum was pregnant, so she went to have a baby. They mixed the two bags up. Like, have you seen Police Academy where is it the lieutenant gets his bag mixed up with some robbers and they kidnap him? Yeah. It was like that. It was very much that plot line from one of the police movies. Did you know that Stephen Fry was in one episode? Oh, fuck me, Fry. You can do better than that. No, what was he doing? In, I suppose it was early on in his career. He did it because Lionel Jeffries from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. You love that, don't you? He loves the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Was oh, in it. yeah. And... So he was swayed into it because somebody knew was into it. This is the problem with Fred yeah. with stuff like that. Don't end up doing work. Well, he did the Spice Girls movie because his uh, relatives had small children and they'd love him to be in it. Yeah, that's why he did the Spice Girls movie. Not for all the money! <laughs> also, I reckon there could be a spin-off of this called Meow with exactly the same premise, but just with a cat. You could do it with any animal. Well... Maybe not a sloth. That might be quite a boring episode. I'd watch that. Just, just a sloth, sloth in a bat. Meow, moo, where it's just a cow. No, I've written down, they were at the airport when they tried to get this bag back. And I've just put, the airport must have been before 9-11. I don't know why I put that down for. It just yeah. seemed relevant that the security is now upped since then. You wouldn't be able to wow. sneak through with a dog in a bag. I love the way you put must have been before 9-11, seeing that this podcast exclusively bases itself 
on the nine eleven. If it, if it was after nine eleven, then that person is a time traveller, and we need to catch him. Anthony Head was in it as well. Oh, Anthony Head. I just remember it being annoying, even as a kid, of thinking this is something that's stopping me watching something good on CITV. You know those shows that ruin the schedule. News round was one of when that always come on on CBBC. I think, oh, get out of the way. Blue Peter, like now and then you'd watch it and think, oh, this, why aren't you something good? It'll never work. Another one that you watch and think, this could be a better show. But when you were a kid, you wouldn't think, oh, I'm going to turn over. You'd think, right, well, I'll keep watching until the next show comes on. Exactly. Which might be good. Because you only had like two and a half hours of children's TV back then. That was all you had. You, you couldn't just go and watch something else. You'd have to go to BBC Two, and that was just nan stuff. In the holidays, the summer shows would finish about 11. It wouldn't yeah. go on all day like it would now in, on a channel. Grumpy oh, old man. <laughs> yeah. Moaning about stuff. Remember the satellite television only had six channels on it? Oh, sad days it was. Sad, sad days. You'd be watching uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and then it'd just stop and go into How Clean Is Your House? Which would be a repeat and we all knew. Well, I'm thinking of bringing something back that I used to do when I was younger, some comedy thing, and just going on TikTok and seeing how easy it is to make something look more professional than it did 10 years ago when I made it the first time. What is ah oh, these kids today? They don't know they're born, mate. They, they've got it easy. These nineties babies, they've got it easy. And do you know what? Do you know what isn't easy? Reviewing woof. I'm gonna no. give it five out of nine. Oh, ten. Ten. Oh, uh, let's go. Let's go seven. Oh no, no, no. Right, five. But that that means that makes it the lowest show underneath. Euro trash, which wasn't even given a number. Didn't even, didn't even get a number, Euro trash. Well, do you know what we need to do? Let's lock it in. It's locked in worth. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There we go. You stay there. You stay right there. You stay there. Down, boy. Down. Hopefully this next show will get slightly more. It is Saved by the Bell. When I wake up in the morning and the long gets out of morning, I don't think I'll ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and I give myself a look, I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by. It's all right, cause I'm safe out of bail. If the teacher pops a test, I know I'm in a mess, and my dog ate all my homework last night. Riding low on my chair, she won't know that I'm there. If I can hand it in tomorrow, How are they safe by the bell? It's never really explained why they're safe by the bell. It isn't, is it? It's not like a superhero no. called the bell that just goes around saving people dressed as a massive bell. When will the bell end? Oh, but oh. there was there was Mr. Belding. That was clever. Maybe, maybe that is the premise that they were actually all saved by Mr. Belding. Never worked out that pun before. Until That's just ever. So, still just said, I've got, I've got a few notes on this. Uh, Zach Morris is a massive arsehole. Uh, <laughs> what I'm putting that put? down. He just treats everyone horribly. Oh, I've, I've put Mark Paul Gozer, who his real name is, and I've just put, who yeah. cares? Who cares? Who is cares? He's not the put? star. Who's the star? You're a big Screech fan. Screech, uh, Elizabeth Berkeley, the one from Showgirls that acted like a dolphin when she had sex. Yeah. Anyone else, really? I... Marco Marco Lopez looks like he's 45 even back then. I think he the was. The muscly one. Uh, his recent acting roles include Colonel Sanders in a made-for-TV it... movie about Colonel Sanders. You're making that up. I'm well, not making he's... that up. I'm making the chicken. Look, I'm making the chicken. <laughs> That's all it says. Look, <laughs> Colonel Sanders talks. Mm. Oh, why, Mr. Colonel, why are you licking your fingers for? Oh, maybe it's because it's finger licking good. Oh, that's a good name for a catchphrase. I'll put it in the bucket. Oh, that's even a better way to do it. Oh, it doesn't taste so good. I've only got 10 herbs and spices. If only there was one more to make my chicken so finger-licking good. 
Oh, it's Pepper. <laughs> Apparently, two of them are salt and pepper, though, aren't they? Like two of the secret recipes. Secret? Well, it can't be secret, can it? Can you legally just give people what you call a secret recipe? No, someone knows. The staff know, probably. The staff is not one they know. It just turns up, mm. dip, dip the chicken in it. But this isn't about Colonel Sanders. What's the name of the lead one? Zach. He kept doing exactly. flea bagging to the screen and talking. In. Oh, today is the cheerleading competition, but we're going to do loads of pranks with the school over the road. Yay. Also, oh, the, mistreat oh, yeah. the mistreatment of nerds. Screech yeah. is obviously a nerd, but he gets away with it. But the ones with glasses on, oh, hello, they get bullied. Go on. I did watch quite a good episode where they started this thing where they opened a student line where any student can ring in and ask for help. And of course, Zach gets a date. But more funnily, Screech gets a phone call from someone going like, oh, uh, I can't stand my little brother. And he's like, I wish I had a little brother. And he ends up, uh, he ends up getting this little kid like thrown on him like, this is now your little brother who nicks a biker's helmet. And then the biker like tries to beat him up. It's like my little brother's so annoying. I bet he's not. And then he really is. That made me chuckle. Someone got chicken pox. That's two weeks in a row. Chicken pox a very nineties illness. Not really used in plot points anymore, is it? I got confused because I thought it was a drama. I think I got maybe confused that it was Dawson Creek. Yeah, Dawson's Creek, and uh, it was only thirty minutes long, which was good. But they made loads of spin-offs, and they re made a remake. What do you think of the remake? Is that is that any good? I loved. I think Saved by the Bell in a new class is better than Saved by the Bell. <gasps> yeah, but if I remember it, they don't talk to the screen, so there's no. none of that stuff. They go. Today is a big day in the school. We're going to find out who's going to take who to the big dance. And the thing that pissed me off with Saved by the Bell more than anything, also when you're a teenager and you go to big school finally. Uh, you think you're going to get a locker. You think you're going to get dances. You think there's just going to be a load of attractive people there. No, none of that. None of that at all in the English school system. I got a locker, but it was nowhere near as big as those lockers. It, you could get probably a pair of shoes in my locker. Do they do any classes? Because I didn't see much education going on. I didn't. When... Well, they do a bit more in the second Save by the Bell, the new class. And what I like about Saved by the Bell is everyone loves Screech, so they just brought him back as Mr. Baldin's sister. <laughs> Why is this old man hanging around a school for? Oh, I'll just make him an employee. I, uh, it just reminded me of like watching it on Channel 4 and thinking, oh, I want to be like them when I grow up. And now watching it going, these kids are fucking annoying. Like, that's, that's how it changes, isn't it? You look up to people and then it just changes around to going, I can't stand any of these. There is a fun fact about the series one, which is episode 15 is the pilot episode. So they bung it? it in the middle. So they all, so apparently the channel said that up until then, it's all been a dream, which is like, what? You've just put them in the <laughs> wrong order. That's all that's happened. It's uh, also another fun fact for, for you listeners is it wasn't based on the students originally. It was based on the teachers but they changed that dynamic. I can't remember what the show was called. Uh, insert show now. But yeah, building. Originally on the Saved by the building. The I don't think Bowden was in the original series, bless him. <gasps> what? 
Was it called Screech? <laughs> it's called Screech. It was just a spin off a of screen that you find at Blockbuster. Screech, you want to go faster? I think it was. Uh, I think it was all right. I think it was. Did not make it now. But the remake should have been in front of a studio audience. I don't like it if they change stuff. Like, oh no, now it's single camera. It should be in front of an audience. It's Saved by the Bell. You could just call it School. Yes. It could have been different. Uh, Are we going to touch on Saved by the Bell, the college years? No. Oh, shut up then. Carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Also, there was a competition for the cheerleaders and the whole point is that your heroes are meant to be better than the other people. But the other school's cheerleading, I think, was better than what they did, which was basically have Screech run around in a tiger costume while he had bugs down his pants because they were trying... The other school was trying to... It's a bit... It's... Oh, oh, I don't want to explain it. The other school nicked Screech, who's in the tiger costume, but then they come back in the tiger costume and it's someone from the other school in the tiger costume and he's going to sabotage the thing so Zach puts things down the bloke's pants so he dances like properly starts doing acrobatics and then it lift it off like it's Scooby-Doo and it's actually the other bloke <laughs> that's that, that, that's pure gold though when you're writing stuff like that that's just pure good the idea of all of that going like what we need is a tiger costume get down to Haven but the whole point was that Screech sort of hid himself away and said, oh, I'm actually here, but I'm not in that costume. Why he didn't walk up to the cheerleaders and say, that's not me. It, 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 <laughs> no, it, no sense. That is not me. That's I'm not here. me. In there. That here. is someone else. See, I'm here in front of you. And that person is not. <laughs> uh, simple logic. Simple. Well, I think it's going to get marked down for that. Uh, what, what do you want to give it? I'll give it 45. You can tell what I I'm, I'm a bit wary about the score when you're going to be like, no, 10. I too am going to give it 45. So let's lock it in. That's brilliant. Say by the bell, locked in at 45. And now, right, let's start. So the final show of this podcast is the amazing, yes, you've all heard of it before, don't lie, you have, is Paul Ross's Mind the Gap. Stand clear of the doors, please. Welcome to Mind the Gap, the game show that asks tougher questions than an LRT inspector looking at an out-of-date ticket. And I hope you'll agree there's nothing out-of-date about any of our contestants today. In fact, we think they're just the ticket. Give them a round of applause because they're waiting on platform one. I'd never heard of this until you mentioned it. I'd never heard of it until I found it randomly and was like, if I ever get to host a game show, I want it to be something like this. So it's basically a quiz show based on the London Underground where people get points and uh, progress further to different tube stations and win money. But it was made by the London Tourism Board, which is why halfway through it, someone will go, 
oh, today I'm getting off at Piccadilly Station and look at all the stuff that's around me. And then it's made to look like it's a spot the difference thing. It isn't. It's a lie. And London, this is one of the greatest TV shows I've ever seen. Ever. Paul Ross was doing lots of train jokes. It was. It was quite train joke heavy. Like I was watching episode one thinking, I'll back a bit, Ross. You're going to need some of them train jokes. <laughs> There's only so many. And they were playing for the grand total of a thousand quid. A thousand, a thousand yeah. pounds. Was it prime time on Thames TV at one point? I don't know. I think someone said it was too London based, so it didn't last very long. I don't know why that would affect anyone. Oh, I don't know what the, the stations are, so I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. Take your cockfosters and leave. <laughs> uh, it is very much that, though, isn't it? Of going, it was very London-based, but it was so niche. I loved it. The round of a food and drink, people, sport, nature, London life, and the world, which is very vague. That could be anything. The world, just the world. I, uh, I want to see this brought back. Like, there's very few things other than pets win prizes in the original format with Danny Baker, that I want to see brought back. I just, it was one of those quiz shows, like Catchphrase, that was just a little bit crap, but great. Do you know what I mean? It, it didn't have to, like, you didn't have to win a million pounds, you could just win a thousand pounds, and it was based on tube stations. And the set looked great. It looked like they were underground. The London it, underground. It did. And Paul Ross would say things like, we're on the central line going to Bond Street. <laughs> you want to get to your next connection on the map. It's a good way of learning the tube station as well. Imagine this is a video game for like teenagers learning how to use the tube. I still, well, I use it a lot and I still don't know where everything is. I always are. There's rough places, but it's always good to know where you're actually going. I hate London because when you're trying to walk All down right. the street, there's, the, well, I, I don't like trying to travel in London because. There doesn't seem to be any signposts anywhere. There's either on the, stuck on the side of a building, and sometimes yeah. that doesn't even tell you which way you go. I, uh, anyway. One of, one of the things uh, my brother said about it as well, it reminded him of the Mitchell and Webb sketch, Remain Indoors. <laughs> it was a bit... Number Wang. Number Wang. It did have that feeling about it, but it was just great. It was just everything you want in a TV show. Paul Ross... Boy. Thousand quid tube stations. What is there not to like? Uh, do you get a bendy bullet at the end? No, you get your ticket stub back with some merchandise of Mind the Gap. Mind the Gap, there we are. And it's easy merchandise to find because I'm pretty sure that's on quite a lot of hoodies in London. Oh, yeah, yeah. The observation round was just them basically going, look at the things we can do in London. <laughs> Little yeah, amazing it's, it's London. The tourism board at its finest and 90s attractions as well. Stuff that's not there. We can go to Ripley's, believe it or not. No, you can't. Not now. Can't you? Is it not there anymore? It's not been there for about 15 years. No, it, no, it can't be 15 years. We could go to... to the... When did you used to go last? I used to gig near Bar Rumba for Lion's Den, but that was like 10 years ago. Uh, and it was it, open it, then. It's not, it's not been no. there for a while. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. You, you can go to uh, the Museum of the Moving Image. Wasn't the end game really underwhelming? I can't yeah. even remember what happened. 
I don't know what you were expecting. Oh no, it just it's all it had money and he just answered questions to try and get to the end before the little buzzers did and he did quite easily. So there was no tension yeah, he, whatsoever. Well he was very good. I presume you watched episode one as well. I watched the whole box set no no I think I only watched one episode. I like the idea of the box set coming in a limited edition tube train that you open up. That'd be pretty what, good. Store it in a tunnel. What with Thomas the Tank? With Thomas the Tank and all the other train related thing. Uh that's it really, isn't it? Oh that's old Doctor Beachim. That's what we should do with the show. We should get loads of podcasts and then bury them like a time capsule for people to find. Yeah. Why are they so in- why are they so interested in 30 years ago? What was are you up for burying a time capsule of the 90s in 2022? Yeah, <laughs> Imagine the just confusion. It's like, confused when they dig it up. It's confused whoever takes over time team from uh, Tony Robinson. <laughs> Oh, what we got here? Oh, it seems to be that they seem to like uh, pets win prizes in in twenty twenty two. Who's this Danny Baker? He must have been that god. <laughs> Let's praise our King Danny. Daddy, Daddy. What's it say here? Lock it in. Council. They used to lock it in, and two guys used to try and say it in sync, but because of the internet, it used to be take it used to take longer than it should have done. <laughs> Due to the bad internet back then in the I 90s. I don't know where this accent is meant to come from. Oh, I like it. I reckon you should talk like that forever. Hello there. I'm Trevor Feelgood. Sexy. All right. No, Are you going to release so. a single called I Can Make You Feel Good? Or you make you feel good. No. I, I, think, I think we've gone severely off piece. Uh, we have. Can what, we answer what, the big question? Yeah. Is Paul Ross as good as Jonathan? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's quite equal. I don't think why they, they've decided to leave, pick him. They're both exactly the same. Are you, are you are you saying why couldn't they get Jonathan Ross to host a game show based on the London Underground where the top prize is £1,000 based on the London tours? Yes, I am saying that. <laughs> He, Jonathan Ross has posted some shit as well. Yeah, <laughs> Can't but, name anything. But not, well, not here to judge the best Ross. Well, he did, he did ruin the Only Fools and Horses Christmas special. Well, ITV did, because they wouldn't let him use... Uh, he wants to be a millionaire. Gold Rush. Oh, that's what we should remake. Gold Rush. That's, that's, that's it. With Jonathan Ross. <laughs> it was weird. It was weird. Come on the Rainbow do. Road. <laughs> yeah. Do, do, do. <laughs> that's holding on to a grudge and a half. But, but those only fools and horses, those last specials are just, yeah. We're not here to get into that because that can be something for another time. Xmas special. Well, where we do every single special from the 90s. I think you're going to rate this higher than I, I was going to rate it. it I want to give it. It wasn't shit enough. It, it needs to be a level shit of shitness. Enough. No. I think it's because oh. it's Paul Ross hosting it. So obviously... The producers didn't care at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't care. But, but do you think that's how Ross goes for his career? Where they're just like, oh, it's only fucking Paul Ross. Yeah, sit back. John, have John, John, you you available? No. Who have yeah, we busy. got that is like him but not him? Who could be properly us? They're very different in techniques, aren't they? Though, like he looks a bit like Jonathan Ross. But he doesn't host or present or have the kind of 
pizzazz of Jonathan Ross. Sounds of the Ross. Sounds of the Ross. Did you ever see Mongrels on BBC Three? Yeah, I, I've got both uh, DVDs of that because you can't find it anywhere. It's one of my favourite series ever. Because they're like, the cat's like, Paul Ross, who's Paul Ross? And then Paul Ross turns up, because of course he does, because he made yeah. a game show about <laughs> the underground. He <laughs> <laughs> wasn't punished then to appear. Yeah, you turn up on Mongrels. Poor us. I'm oh, Mongols is great. Probably thinking they didn't think what's the funniest name to say. They probably thought, who's the most available person we can pick? So I'm guessing he's never going to be a guest on here after all this. No, but I reckon we could get him. Where I is he now? Get... I think he's next door. Yeah. Shall we review it? What, what I'm interested yes. in his score. I want to give it, I want to give it 45. I was thinking more 25. 25. What do we do? Because we're, oh, we're 35. 35. All right, give it 40. It didn't we'll give offend, it 40. It didn't offend me as much as Eurotrash did, so I don't mind giving it higher. But I didn't think well, it was as good as you think it is. Well, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was a work of art. It just needed Danny Baker. See, yeah, if, if Baker had been on it, he would have known exactly what this was. It needed someone more Cockney. That was the problem. It needed like, oh, yeah, a proper... Yeah. Cockney person, like someone who's so Cockney they look like they ache. So we're bringing it back with Danny Dyer, so we can explain the rules like he does on the on the wall. It's very simple. It's very simple. Come on, wall. What have we got for yeah. me this time? Yeah, but I like, can you get more Cockney than Dyer? Oh, God. We he would have been doing loads of Cockney rhyming slang, wouldn't he? That's what he needs. If if you're going to go London, you go hard. You don't just. Stick Paul and, in front of the camera. I think the baker, he was uh, D-Bake, as everyone's calling him on the street. Is he's, from calling it, he's from London, he isn't is. he? He's, he's a cockney. <laughs> well, cock-nay. I, will, oh, I will let him know. We're recording this in the afternoon and we're, we're, we're both tired. <laughs> Very tired. Right. Well, do you know what it's time to do? Let's lock it in... I'm trying to do it different so, every time. It is locked in. Uh, oh, wow. What a great show. I've had a, a lovely sh- time. You, you had a lovely time, Chris? I've a lovely time. Right. So uh, thank you <laughs> for joining us on an adventure yeah. through the 90s. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> thank you much, AMJ. And now it's how for now. For now. Bye-bye, Bye-bye everybody. everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Go. You've obviously fallen asleep to this. You fall! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.